everyone, Michael Lunger here with another episode of Let's Innovate, the podcast where we uncover the passion behind great ideas. It's June, the earth is tilting forward, at least for us in the northern hemisphere, the days are long, the school season is wrapping up, and it's science fair season. Specifically, it's the Youth Innovation Showcase for us here on the West Coast. So for the next few episodes, we're going to be talking with a few of the 2021 finalists. And today I'm chatting with Timothy Sai. Uh, Timothy is a grade 11 student currently attending Fraser Heights Secondary in Surrey, and he created a reusable, biodegradable, recyclable mask. Hey, Timothy, how's it going? Yeah, doing real good, Michael. Yeah, thanks for having me here. Timothy, so you created a reusable, biodegradable, recyclable mask. You know, if we went back 2019 and uh, 2019, Timothy uh, is looking at this project that you just came up with. Um, you know, there was a world where we were, weren't using a lot of masks. So I can't imagine uh, where this inspiration came from. Uh, how did you come up with uh, with this idea? Yeah, so I've always been a pretty inventive kid, right? So I've always looked at certain world problems and say, hmm, what would I do about those things? And uh, it turns out that I can do something about it. And I was able to uh, through these science fairs. And I had a reason to do them. And so my teachers wouldn't penalize me for working on something that's you know, unrelated because now it is related. And so uh, I looked at this problem, this, um, this overall problem, coronavirus. And I, I couldn't do anything about uh, the actual virus itself. I'm not like I can't do bio stuff, but however, I can uh, engineer, or at least I think I can. So I thought of uh, some solutions to this uh, to this mass problem, and it all came to a head uh, la- uh, last year, 2020 December. So the beginning of the school year, and um, some science competition opportunities came up for us. And because I'm the head of the science club at my school. Uh, we got contacted by uh, UBC. So UBC was ho- was hosting a mask competition uh, uh, to design a like more accessible mask for uh, disability uh, uh, people with disabilities or you know certain conditions that just can't wear a mask. And so there I could actually bring my ideas to fruition and I designed a very early prototype of uh, the mask that I'm bringing to um, to YIS now. And so we did not do well at that. Um, at that competition, uh, but uh, afterwards, uh, I, I kept, I can, I, I kind of kept the kept it on the back burner. I worked on it whenever I could. But um, in March, when I was signing up for the uh, the, the the BC Yukon Online Science Fair, I also I was also presented with this opportunity to go to IES because it's all very interrelated here, right? So uh took my math project and, and I, I thought, oh, this is a perfect innovation for this. So I brought it along. I made some. Uh, changes in that presented to uh, YIS and try to see how well I do. Well, I'm curious about if we go back to when you initially came up with a, a prototype and you said you didn't do that well, but you kept at it, you know, you didn't throw away the idea. So what were some of the changes? What were some of the lessons that you learned from when you initially came up with that idea to now uh, your current pitch? Yeah, so what we did was 3D printed masks. So 3D printing has a lot of like great like benefits it's very it's mass producible kind of only on a particular scale where there's a lot of printers going at the same time and so there was no benefits to actually 3d printing a mask versus say injection molding or just the classic just like uh take a big fat like sheet of fabric and fold it right 
these 3D printed masks, uh, I, I 3D printed one out of just pure, um, <laughs> not, I'm not sure if you can see this, but I printed it out of pure uh, PLA. PLA is like, if you can hear this, very hard and quite brittle. And so some safety issues were brought up during the meeting. It's like, what if you fall? What if you like, um, you're riding a bike or you, you're running and you fall onto this mask? It'll crack and it'll lacerate your face is what will happen. And so safety issues came up as well as the fact that it was not very breathable. It wasn't super practical as well as being like, why would you 3D print it, right? So uh, what happened next is uh, I made it custom fit to my face. So that is where 3D print, like the benefits of both 3D printing and custom fitting mm. come together because you can't injection mold a custom mask. You have to design a custom mold for each person's face and then uh, inject it, which just takes away the whole point of cheapness at that scale, right? For custom-made objects, 3D printing is king, especially uh, like like recyclable slash uh, reusable things like these. 3D printing, uh, PLA is uh, like very responsibly mm -hmm. sourced. It's made from like corn silk. So like it's it's made of polylactic acid, which you can get from corn, and it's so it's it's bio sourced and it is technically biodegradable. Well, ninety days in the right conditions, but ten years on average. I made it more uh, like comfortable because you know it's hard plastic. Even though it's custom fitted to your face, it seals. It's quite nice, but you want it to make to be made of something softer. You can see this is uh, bendable. It's nice and soft and rubbery. It's, it's called uh, TPU. It's uh, thermopolyurethane. So that stuff is nice and soft and also uh, biodegradable. Yeah, no, this is great, Timothy. You know, I, I think that, you know, overall, you know, we can see in, in China and uh, in a lot of the Asian countries that have dealt with uh, viruses in the past, you know, masks are part of the culture now. And I can certainly see masks continuing to be part of our culture. I can see many times, you know, going into crowded places, maybe onto a plane and wearing a mask, you know, and having something a little bit more comfortable, a little bit more, you know, of course, biodegradable and recyclable. And also, as you said, forms to your face. And Timothy, you and I are both glass glasses wearers. And you said that this also helps out with the fogging of glasses, which I think is a huge problem for mask wearers. There's a few problems that I saw, and which I hopefully solved. It's first one is people still have to, uh, like still interact, like even in the coronavirus like pandemic. And so better masks need are needed to keep people safe. And number two, um, like the the majority of the masks we're using are like single use, like those blue surgical masks that you see all the time. So those are non recyclable; they're mm. polluting, and we have to use once, or like one every day, or like maybe one every like few hours. So that uh, that causes a lot of waste. And as well, finally, people like just don't wear masks because they're inconvenient. Sometimes I don't want to wear a mask to school because like in, we're in Canada, mm -hmm. it's cold and it's dry. And so my glasses constantly fog up on the way to school. And so I wanted to design something uh, that would solve all of these problems. And um, this does. So this being, uh, so, so my, so, so, so this mask being uh, custom fitted to your face, it doesn't fog up because all the air is uh, like the easiest way uh, to leave is actually through the filter rather than around the edges. And the plus side of that also, it is, isn't just convenience. It's also safety. A regular mask, you can have like air escaping out the sides and through the top and out the bottom. But uh, this mask, only through the filter. 
When you uh, when you made one for yourself and you said that you had actually worn it to school a bunch of times, were you the only one wearing this mask? Did you have any of your friends that you made masks for them to see if you could get some feedback on it? Uh, yeah, my friends were like, haha, that looks weird. No. Um, so like this is, <laughs> yeah. So uh, what's up with uh, these uh, new innovations is the fact that there's also the part of social acceptance. Uh, when all the hip and cool yeah. people are wearing these kind of masks, obviously people will jump on the quote-unquote hype train. But uh, I'm not cool enough to start a hype train at school, so. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're pretty cool, Timothy. I mean, you've got, you've, I've seen you've got a, a rocket beside you, and I'm gonna, I am gonna want to get into uh, a little bit of uh, some of your, your other passions uh, in a bit. But you were not only a finalist in this year's Youth Innovation Showcase, but you also won an innovation award for your uh, CWSF project. Uh, maybe you can tell us about that. Oh, yeah. CWSF was, um, by all accounts, the highlight of my year because it brought so many things along with it, along with YIS and mm -hmm. um, previous things. So I I wanted to go to CWSF last year. So I heard about it in grade nine, but it was too late. So I waited and I bided my time until grade 10. And then so I had a project proposal and all that kind of thing set up. And I had uh, I was ready to order my material. So last year I was doing something um, along the lines of water purification with a solar still. And I had designed like a, a parabolic um, like solar trough and I had ordered the pieces. And guess what? Those pieces that I ordered are still at the U.S. border today. <laughs> because when I was about to submit my project, we, were, we locked down. CWSF was canceled. And so uh, I was left doing nothing. Yeah. And like I was honestly deluding myself a lot of the time uh, with my project proposal because there was nothing super special about it. And so I kind of scrapped that project, maybe leave it for later because it's still really cool. I still want to build it one day, but it's not CWSF worthy. I said, hey, I'm just going to focus on what I actually like love doing, which in this case is rockets. Right. And so I've always loved rockets. I've um, obsessed with them as a kid. My favorite rocket was the space shuttle. So uh, I decided to get into rocketry that year. And I started a rocketry club at my school, which did not fare well, unfortunately. Uh, but I launched some mini rockets on my own time. And then uh, in August of 2020, I decided to get bigger. And so the bigger step for me was not to get bigger motors because it's, that's just a matter of scaling up. I wanted, I wanted to take it to a different level. I wanted to have be like a real rocket. And... The thing between real rockets, like quote unquote, like industry rockets, the space shuttle, Falcon 9, Delta IV Heavy, versus model rockets is that, you know, when they, you see them lifting off, they're roaring off the pad and they're lifting slowly. When you, if you, if you ever seen a model rocket launch, hmm. they, uh, you light it and it disappears into the sky in, in about like one and a half seconds. The reason for that is because they're kept stabilized through drag on their fins versus what's, uh, what the, say, the space shuttle uses, which is thrust vector control. And so I want to bring that thrust vector control into the model scale, into something uh, like this, uh, like, like this project. And so that is um, exactly what I did. I found out a way to miniaturize um, uh, active control, brought it into my own model rocket, and then I flew it to verify that indeed it does work. Awesome. I can already hear the passion in your voice, Timothy, just like you describing sort of, you know, your love of rockets and where you'd eventually like to take, you know, your science. And, you know, there's so many opportunities now with Canada announcing 
the Gateway Project and the Lunar Exploration. Uh, there's going to be many opportunities for Canadians to work in the space industry. Uh, hopefully, uh, there is uh, something for you there. But you know, I noticed that you uh, you've got SpaceX on your uh, on your radar. Where do you envision sort of eventually Timothy uh, eventually working in? I hear some Canadians saying that the U.S. is stealing young innovators and STEM workers from Canada. And uh, very unfortunately, that is true because um, there is no other company like SpaceX. So if Canada wants to start a bleeding edge um, rocket design company, I would mm -hmm. gladly work there. Please let me work there. But as of now, SpaceX is uh, my dream <laughs> company. Uh, I, I want to work there. I want to work at, um, you know, the the most advanced uh, uh, side of aerospace currently available. I want to help design Starship. I want to help get humanity to Mars. And like every little boy, I've like dreamed of becoming an astronaut. And I honestly can't. There's uh, there's there's way too much competition for way too little spots. But in the future, you know, when Starship or when whatever rocket is taking us daily to to the moon to Mars, oh man, um, then if if I'm if uh, I'm an engineer that uh, works at one of those companies, right? I have a way better chance of making it to Mars. You're you're, spe you're speaking you're speaking uh, my love language here. You know that was always my goal, and you know my goal now would be to see someone like you uh, eventually go up there on a rocket that you designed. You know, we're definitely uh, hopefully we'll maybe have you at the space center. Maybe you can we can have you uh, work with us uh, on some on some rocket stuff. Uh, I think that would be really fun. And, you know, I'm really encouraged with your project uh, around these masks. I think that's, I think it's a fabulous innovation. You know, uh, I would love to have one myself. You know, we can, uh, we could hype train uh, some masks. I'll, I'll wear that mask. Um, I can't wait uh, if you can, if you can make me one. The Youth Innovation Showcase is coming up. Good luck. I hope there's uh, some bright, uh, bright things in your future. All right, thank you, Michael. All right. And thank you for listening to another episode of Let's Innovate. Uh, you can follow us on our social media at youth innovation showcase on instagram youth innovation on twitter i'm on there as well michael john unger instagram michael j unger twitter and until next time let's innovate <laughs> <laughs>